0: Already know this by now since why'd you bring that up is a little bit weird, but this is also going to be a little bit weird. Taylor's not here and we're striving to have relevant content, but we also don't want to make assholes of ourselves. Now we do that each and every single week, so it's going to be a little bit challenging, but here we are trying to do so. Now we have a couple things we wanted to talk about on the episode last week or 10 minutes ago in real time for us, but we decided to save them. So Let's go ahead and try to discuss them and not talk too ahead in the future so this can actually make sense by the time it comes out. Does that work with you, Taylor? First and foremost, let's talk about WWE 2K22. Um, Hopefully, by this point, I have actually played the game. I'm trying to find a way to do it and not ruin my life by spending a bunch of money on a broken fucking game. Now, I'm not saying the game is broken, but we all know how the release of 2K20 went. Luckily, from what I've seen now, we have like three or four days of exposure at this point. Things seem to be going really, really well with that game, which is what entices me even more so to play. Now, I'm a mark for the WWE games. I just like wrestling games in general. So I actually did find enjoyment in 2K20. Now, I know that game was a clusterfuck of all clusterfucks and still to this day i cannot get over the my career or my story mode whatever the fuck they were trying to call that it was probably the weirdest thing i had ever seen in my life and probably the worst video game i've ever played but it's not like a bad video game it's like almost like a car wreck that you can't look away from where you just want to keep on trucking along and see what's going to fucking happen and i did too much of that to the point where i just had to finally give up and I don't know if that's going to be the case with WWE 2K22. I don't know why it took so long to pronounce that, but here we are.
1: So from what I've seen as far as graphics, they're
0: putting the AW game on notice, bro. That's no question. Since the moment we've seen those screen caps of the AEW game, people have just been flaming the graphics. And I can understand where AEW is trying to go to give that more classic vibe to a video game. But when it comes to like realism and just like awe inducing imagery, they've got it on lock at 2K. Like they have done such a good fucking job. But I'm not surprised. Like, that's something that's always been the situation with those games. Like, one thing has always been how good those graphics are. Now, it did for a little while get a little stale because, like, the engine never changed. So they could only get so good and they kind of plateaued, but they were always still really good graphics. What I'm intrigued, though, is that my GM mode, I spend a lot of fucking time in franchise and Madden. So to see that mode, it's just like, calling my name, and I cannot wait to get down to business and be the GM I was born to be. All Here's this what fantasy I need. Booking.
1: Here's what I need on this game, let me tell you. I need an ultra super mega easy mode. A mode that's so easy that I literally could be a baby and play it. I want to enjoy this game and not be good at it, because I'm not good at any of these games. I'm going to get it, and you're just going to beat my fucking unholy ass at it, and I don't want that. I don't want to play a game and get my ass beat. There's no scenario where I should pick somebody like Keith Lee, because that's who I'd probably choose. And you'd run in there and just whip my ass with like Sin Cara or something.
0: Wow, you just gave me a golden ticket to the path I wanted to take anyway. Because you brought up two interesting things. Keith Lee, which I'll talk about in a moment. But the fact that you want a game to be easy when you play it and that's something really interesting about 2k22 uh like going through videos and doing a little bit of research on it from what i understand they've remapped the controls and how the game plays to actually give people who aren't used to playing the game the ability to have some kind of competitive edge now i'm not going to say you're going to walk in and be a master of wwe 2k22 but in past editions of these games it's if you know those controls and someone doesn't, you're going to ruin their fucking life. That's not the case anymore, which, depending on who you ask, is a good thing, because just like you said, you want to be able to walk in and play this game fresh off the street, and with WWE trying to build fans in their own weird, special kind of way, they're now doing that because more now than ever, people are in love with video games. Like, there's a whole career based around just fucking sitting and playing video games in your room, so... Using that marketing tool and really taking that year back to say, hey, we fucked this game up so bad beyond belief that we need to get our shit together and put out a product worth playing. I think Madden should take a step from WWE in that regard and actually make the improvements that people have been clamoring about for years i
1: don't think madden needs to do anything bro it's the best selling game football game ever made and they're not doing anything wrong they're going to just keep giving you the same piece of steak every year and you're going to
0: happily eat it don't lie so and that's that's what's interesting about it is if you read forums and like the people dedicated to playing it and a lot of the bigger like streamers and stuff people don't agree with that by any means like they think that game is severely broken. And I'll be real with you, as much Madden as I play, I've seen plenty of broken fucking moments in that game, 21, what have you. Like, they need to get their shit together. Also, most of your
1: broken moments have come from me beating you sixty to nothing, right?
0: Not anymore, dude. Not anymore. <laughs> we both know that the times have changed, but I will. I'll never s- admit to it. You no I'll proof. say Madden, get it the fuck together. Nah, you man. Really- Madden,
1: you're doing a great no, no, job. No. Don't listen to him.
0: Can I at least get my point out? <laughs> Madden has the audacity of releasing like the PS4, like Xbox One run. I think of. I don't read. Play Xbox, so I don't remember what that console's called. But basically, the PS4 version of Madden instead of the PS5 version with a better you know, gaming uh, experience.
1: Yeah. Weird, right? No, it's not weird. I can get it on my game pass. I don't have a new system. I'm poor out here.
0: But for PC gamers who have better abilities to play these games, <sighs>
1: this is, you know, when, whenever somebody says for PC gamers, I just think they're like pompous and better than everybody else. And it's like,
0: for PC gamers,
1: I play world of Warcraft. No,
0: nah, I'm an asshole. I still have, like, <laughs> I have a gaming PC and I do do some gaming on it, but it's more so for editing and shit. But I still have my PS4 hooked up to one of my fucking monitors in my editing setup. So, like, I can't decide if I want to leave console gaming or not. You know, I
1: don't really get it, man. I don't know. Maybe I'll become a PC gamer someday. I was trying to think of a funny acronym for PC that whole time. And I come up with nothing. All I got was penis cock.
0: (laughs) That's the best you fucking got. (laughs) But Keith Lee. And that's my other point with that conversation. It's weird, man. We've talked about it already, and a lot of people have mentioned it, that half of that roster, if not like three fourths of it, don't even exist within the world of WWE anymore. So the fact that they're promoting a game with people that don't even work for the company is a little weird. But what's an even cooler like nugget of information I found out the other day, they have move sets for people that have never been in the company or maybe did like a dark match or a jobber match a.k.a. Brett Baker because she got jobbed out to Nyla Rose but apparently they have like her entrance and her whole shebang in that game like a moveset for her and everything which is just bonkers to think one of those developers is like I love AEW so fucking much I'm gonna potentially risk my job to put in one of their wrestlers in the code and script of this game like that's the balls
1: no it's not bro they probably just named her like uh, slightly off so they can't be sued no it's like the doctor everything.
0: is it i think is the name of it yeah and so she's
1: gonna be like instead of going like dmd she's gonna like point up in the air she'll be like
0: d m d and point up in the air i wish i had like a visual of what you just did so that people could see it oh uh, because- this is
1: not an uh this is an audio medium i'm sorry guys i'm yeah. sorry uh <laughs> sometimes you don't think things through and then you let them out and then will just says listen man We're on a podcast.
0: You done goofed. (laughs) Can we talk about a hypothetical though, since we've kind of mentioned AEW already? Yeah. Now this is the chance for us to really put our foot in our mouth. Like we mentioned on the breakdown, Raw is in Jacksonville. So by this time, Cody Rhodes could actually be a part of WWE once more. I'm not going to hold my breath. I'm still firmly believing it's a work to some degree, but it could be a reality. However, we were talking about who could actually take the belt off of Roman if Cody did come to WWE. I think that's a really interesting conversation. How dare because you. I jokingly said Cody Rhodes, but then you came back with a little bit of fire and passion. So I want to get this from you first on record.
1: All, first of all, acknowledge him.
0: I do. I Okay, I said it at the start of this run. Right. What's
1: your tribal chief's name?
0: Roman Reigns.
1: Okay. I just want to make sure that we're on the same page. Your tribal chief is Roman Reigns.
0: Roman Reigns has held the belt for a very long time, correct? Uh, I think at the point that this comes out, it will be like 560 plus days.
1: Yes, it will. Tribal chief. Acknowledge him. All right. So the man cannot be beaten by Cody Rhodes because if he gets beaten by Cody Rhodes, (laughs) it legitimizes AEW. Explain how. It legitimizes AEW because you take a star from AEW and you put him over your unbeatable star. There is no one in WWE that can beat Roman Reigns right now. You're going to bring an EVP from AEW and you're going to put him over your top star? What in the fuck? Vince would never do that, dude. He doesn't think like that. He's a competitor and he always loves to think the way that he thinks. And the way he thinks is, that doesn't look good for us. It looks good for them. And why do you want to put someone else over?
0: Can I make my argument?
1: Yeah, make your argument.
0: It makes all the sense in the world. How many old names are we bringing in at WrestleMania? Right, we're bringing in Stone Cold. We're bringing in Vince McMahon. You're even talking about bringing Lita back. At the end of the day, Cody Rhodes was made at WWE. No,
1: no, 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 nope. These are every name that you just named is a WWE guy. Every one of them. Every one of them. Cody Rhodes is not a WWE guy anymore.
0: Anymore, but he once was. No, but
1: he's made his career even more now in AEW than almost he did in WWE. This second branch of his career has been better than the first branch of his career. I'm not going to dispute that. Whether I like him or not, the second half of his wrestling career was better than the first half.
0: Let me go with this, though, because I might be grabbing at straws, but grabbing is what I'm going to do. The connection to Dusty. That's all it's in for Vince. No he fucking wants to way. Milk dude, no, Dusty, no, as much no. as he fucking.
1: They already have the Dusty no, Classic. They're not going to do that, bro. They're going to bring him in and give him a banger. And that's what they should do. They don't need to put him over. They don't need to do any of that. You're just validating my crazy fucking workbook. Here. I am cool with your workbooking, like him coming in, doing a job. Looking good on a national stage, having a WrestleMania moment, and then going back to AEW would create a character that I am more interested in than I've ever been in Cody in my life. Truthfully.
0: I don't know, man. Two months from now.
1: You know me as well as anybody else that listens to this podcast. I'm not a Cody fan. I've never been a Cody fan. I don't assume to be a Cody fan. I don't pretend to be a Cody fan. If he does pull off the unthinkable and go and work a beautiful WrestleMania moment and come back home and become the character that he should have been, then I'm all in. I'm all in.
0: You're really good with these, like, wrestling puns tonight, I gotta say. Oh,
1: I didn't even think about that. That was an accidental pun. Flawless. Yeah, thank you
0: you're going to be so excited to watch the American Dream, Cody Rhodes. You still got that the uh, Cody of shirt at your son house? son
1: of a plumber. You still got that shirt at your house, bro? If you got it at your house and he shows at WWE, if you didn't lose that motherfucker in the move, I'll take that Cody Rhodes shirt off you finally. And you'll
0: wear it proudly. I'll
1: wear it proudly if he shows up the way that he needs to show up for me. I think we should go
0: all in all the chips <laughs> on the oh, table <laughs> and even give him the American Dream theme song.
1: So you think we should go full gear, uh, huh? man!
0: Dream.
1: Jesus dun,
0: dun, dun, dun. No, it's done. 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 No,
1: If you give, if they give du- I would collapse with with uh with sadness if they gave Dusty's theme up like that.
0: And then, then they used Cody to bring back War Games to Raw. Oh no, not- bro! This is your takes are getting wilder. And why do they always involve Cody? Because I have to throw shit at the wall this week. You've done it to us, Taylor. He
1: wants so bad to have this Cody Rhodes multiverse movie where he just comes back and creates new characters and then bridges gaps between other companies and becomes stardust. Watch
0: our fucking luck too. Cody's just going to show up next Wednesday on AEW. (laughs) This
1: whole segment's ruined.
0: (laughs) Everyone's going to be like, look at these fucking idiots talking about Cody Rhodes. He's already back in AEW. I need a break, Taylor. A few minutes later.
1: Welcome back to the movie corner. The Wrestlers movie corner.
0: Is that what you're finally calling it? Are you finally (laughs) giving this segment a name, Taylor? I don't
1: know. I just... We're doing some working titles. This is just the one of many. So this week I reviewed River of Darkness starring Kurt Angle. Um, It also stars Kevin Nash and Sid Vicious. So this movie... I wasn't sure what to think about it because you look at the front cover and it looks like almost like Blade or something. And you're like, is Kurt Angle playing Blade? But
0: if you're going to talk about Blade, why didn't you just review fucking Blade 3 with Paul Levesque? Because I
1: don't want to watch that movie.
0: It's so good.
1: I don't like those kind of movies. So wrong. This is a slasher film, a low budget slasher film, which right away, you've kind of got me peaked. So Kurt Angle is a sheriff in a very small town. A small town with a past that he's going to have to dig up to figure out what's going on.
0: You sound like someone trying to get me hyped for this movie right now.
1: That's the plan. So Kurt Angle is a sheriff and he starts finding really, really gruesome murders throughout this town. People being like stabbed to death several times with like messages written into their bodies. The messages always say Hicks, which turns out to be a guy who brutally killed these three bridge guys and threw him in the river. So they sat in the river for 30 years in what they call purgatory and returned from the dead and are wreaking havoc on this town. The killers are Kevin Nash and Sid Vicious. So the best part about this movie to me is Kurt Angle's dialogue through this movie is just so wildly crazy. Like he's doing things that you're just like, okay, people don't do that. Like he's a sheriff and has an upside, his body type upside is all police uniform, like the khaki with the badge, but the bottom side is like lugs and jeans. I don't know what he's doing with it, but he did not look like a sheriff whatsoever. (laughs) He just looked like somebody that showed up and they were like, here's a sheriff's shirt, put it on.
0: Even better. Let me ask you, when is this movie from?
1: 2010.
0: Oh, Okay, so we're getting 2010 Kurt Angle too. Yeah, even better.
1: 2011. I'm sorry. Ooh, one year off. You
0: know, one year, one more better Kurt. One
1: more better Kurt. So he goes into this diner and he has like this like monologue with this other guy who ran for sheriff but lost to him. And the everybody in this diner just keeps asking him how he likes the turtle soup. I've never eaten turtle soup in my life, let alone had it mentioned three different times in one scene. Like he's sitting there eating, and the, the waitress comes up. She goes. Oh, how's the turtle soup? And he's like, oh, good, good turtle soup.
0: Well, let me ask you do you now want some turtle soup?
1: I don't know, bro. I can't really like fathom eating turtles. They're so sweet and innocent and cute. You know what I
0: mean? I'm, like, looking for pictures of turtle soup. I'm telling you, it does not look like a good time. does
1: not look appealing. Why would you order it in a diner instead of, like, chili or, like, broccoli cheddar soup or something?
0: What's the soup of the day? Uh, you know, we got chicken noodle, we have a cream of wheat, and we have turtle soup. That's fucking weird. Have you ever heard of anybody ever
1: eating turtle soup? I
0: love how I can slip in cream of wheat in there without it I being have. A, I know a
1: lot of people that eat cream of wheat, bro.
0: That's a popular soup. That's a weird fucking soup.
1: That's a popular soup. So, back to this movie, though. I'm gonna give it a four out of ten with a new rating system like this is not the worst movie I've ever seen like Kevin Nash looked terrible as a zombie like they didn't do any kind of effort into making him look like a zombie they just made him green and made him scaly
0: I feel like that's a hard thing to do because he honestly has aged like a fine wine.
1: well he he has like this is when he had the long hair remember the Kurt nat Kurt Nash Kate Kurt Nash, my favorite wrestler. <laughs> Remember the Kevin Nash long hair version where he was big, sexy?
0: Oh, yeah, of course.
1: Yeah, that's the, that's when this was. So it was all right, man. I would say that this is worth a watch. It's free on Tubi, so <laughs> you can catch that if you'd like to. River of Darkness starring
0: Kurt Angle. It's not it's such a bad movie, man. I'm, this is I've seen worse. I'm starting to notice a reoccurring theme. These, All these movies you've watched to get caught up, <laughs> right? You just watched on Tubi, didn't you?
1: Yeah, I watched a couple on Tubi. One on Voodoo. Well, I do them on different sites. Today, I had to look up a movie to watch at McGroover. I had to like uh, go on one, two, three movies. That sounds like it's illegal. I don't know what that means. I'm calling the police. Well, good luck finding me. I've never released my name on here.
0: So at this point, you're already on vacation, but you're going on vacation, right? Why didn't you just fucking watch these movies on your way? Because I vacation? have other things to do,
1: man. I don't want to have to get there and be like, man, I have to watch a shitty movie now, and I don't have time. I like to really sit down and digest these shitty movies. Are you you driving or flying? I'm
0: flying. What are you going to do on the fucking plane I just
1: bought Pokemon Arceus. Okay. I'm going to play Pokemon Arceus. I've already planned it. I've only played like two hours just to get myself into the game. To where when I get on the plane, I can just go right in.
0: Well, how about instead you get yourself hyped about one of the things we're going to talk about, which is Tony Khan buying Ring of Honor. Now, we do have a little bit of clarity. There's probably a lot more clarity at this point. The
1: deal's getting done, bro.
0: But we now know it's not just for content. And I just want to get a quick opinion on how you feel about that. It
1: is just for content. What do you mean? The deal's getting done. The deal is in the works.
0: He said he's going to do something with it, though. And there's even talks that it's going to be used like a developmental program. That's
1: fine. That's fine. But he is doing this for the deal. Don't listen to him. He's giving you coach speak. He is going to make something a Ring of Honor. But he's also didn't buy a Ring of Honor to make something at a Ring of Honor.
0: You're not excited for the no, potential? No, I am. I am.
1: I think that this could be cool. Give him Christopher Daniels.
0: <clears throat> what if he takes a core of people like Christopher Daniels, your Brian Danielsons, hell, even your CM Punk, no. people that are used to that locker room, to really cultivate something new and exciting. What, would that, do to, what would that
1: do to AEW if he took all three of those guys?
0: Give him a direct pipeline to next level stars without having to worry about how he's going to showcase them on his primary
1: shows. So you think that he should take the three biggest stars, arguably, in the company and move them to a different <laughs> brand?
0: Not necessarily.
1: What about this? So I'd be cool with him taking any of the three. Take your pick, just one, and then bringing Samoa Joe.
0: That's something you could do. So think about it, though. He doesn't have to steal Brian Danielson from those shows. Now, realistically, I'm
1: glad you just brought up Brian Danielson because he's really the only one I really care about.
0: Well, so the thing is, he's only at max going to be on TV twice a week. Rampage at this point is a recorded show most of the time. So in reality, he just needs to be on TV for AEW one night a week. So that's still six days within the week for him to be doing things within Ring of Honor, right? Yeah. Now, I'm not saying let's make this man work seven days a week, 365 days a year. The dude has a fucking family. I'm just saying, knowing how that man is, he's a workhorse. He loves professional wrestling. To see him spend three to four days a week double duty, like doing his training, taking care of what he needs to do for his wrestling career, but then going and being a mentor and helping build all these stars and train people within Ring of Honor to help give the company that gave him his first big break the revamp and the love and care and the TLC it needs, that's not going to flabbergast me by any means. You know what I mean? So I think he has a real big opportunity, that being Tony Khan, to take this company and revitalize the indies because at the end of the day, if he has that direct pipeline and control of Ring of Honor he's going to get first dibs on those talents. Now, it's not to say that it might end up biting him in the ass because he'll create stars within that company and say WWE comes and poaches him, but he still has that same problem with AEW today because there's been plenty of talks. Of WWE having interest in Jade Cargill, having interest in Max, having interest in Wardlow. People they've already had their opportunity at, but it wasn't until AEW came around and made them into stars that WWE came a-knocking. But that's neither here nor there, and that's not me taking shots at WWE as a company. What I'm saying is, Tony Khan can do himself a favor and do wrestling as a whole a favor. And... At the end of the day, from what we're supposed to know about Tony Khan, he loves wrestling and wants to see professional wrestling thrive. So in a perfect world, it would make sense. Now, here's something even more interesting. I'm bringing back an old thought, and you're going to be so pissed at me. Let's not take talent away from AEW, right? Let's go with your thought process. We have someone in the wrestling world who's really good at making indie-style wrestling. What if we broke the fucking internet again? And within these talks of Cody Rhodes going to WWE, instead of Cody Rhodes actually making any headway with that, he just rebuilt a relationship with a man known as Triple H. And what if oh he was God, able to again? poach him to run Ring of Honor? God damn Everybody's it. Everybody's talking about Cody God being involved in Ring damn of Honor. It. Why not Triple H? Why do we always do this?
1: It's like you have a direct route back to Triple H in every conversation pre-planned. Like, I tell you the topics and you're just like, oh, we're going to talk about Ring of Honor tonight? How am I going to include Triple H in this? Motherfucker, dude. This motherfucker is talked about on the podcast every week by us. Ass? Every week by us. Damn it. Tired of you, Paul. What did Paul do to you? I didn't do anything. I just don't want to talk about him buying a company every week. See, he he's not buying thing. a company. He doesn't and have the neither is shit. Shane. Neither is Shane.
0: Now he can just get paid to come in That's and create not, the indie
1: darlings of tomorrow. You're telling someone to slap their father in the mouth. Hey, man, you're telling me you've never Vince experienced a harsh him, moment with your in Vince has given
0: him everything, and he's also taken a lot away. He gave him a lot this this goes out right to all those people with shitty in-laws think about your in-law and you know sometimes I, they give us a little bit but don't you want to get back at them i never way,
1: shape, i form? never think the the wwe
0: you were never he's a, a rebellious teenager no Taylor. But he's
1: the wwe guy like there's a short list of guys that are like 100 percent wwe guys like there's no way in any aspect you could think oh you're not part of the wwe's history like Undertaker is one. He's a WWE guy. Triple H is another. That guy is heart and soul WWE.
0: You make a very fair point, right? But imagine this at this point. You that would be
1: think, like Mark showing up to run Ring of Honor. Mark. Mark Calloway. Sorry.
0: Okay. That, I mean, I should yes have just said
1: no. Undertaker. It would have been a lot easier
0: because with Undertaker it's easier to kind of pull back the veil and hide some skeletons in the closet, right? With Triple H, you got to think he is literally kin of Vince McMahon now, whether he likes it or not. And with Stephanie being his wife, you, you got to believe he knows a couple things that most people don't know. Imagine, you know, with him losing everything that he's lost over the last year and a half, two years, right? With his health, with the fact that he knows things about WWE that the general public does not know whatsoever. This is reckless speculation. It could be that he has found out something that he does not like and that maybe he's Uh -uh. planning an exit man who knows i'm just going to see what sticks and hopefully uh, within two weeks this can still be a feasible you are
1: lighting matches in a house full of straw you're just lighting them everywhere in here you're like let's see what we can burn down today it's snowing
0: outside taylor how the fuck do you expect me to get
1: down dude you are trying to burn this motherfucker down God damn it. Triple H's lawyers are going to be calling us now. Just We get just revealed his plans. His plans
0: for the future. We're going to get sued. Well, in case you want to keep updated with Triple H's lawyers and Jaded Wrestling, go ahead and follow the big three at Jaded Wrestling, at TotsPod, at Year of Pod. You can support us by buying some merch on ProWrestlingTees.com slash Jaded Wrestling. Please, please, please go ahead and do that. Or just tell a friend to tell a friend. Uh, leave a review on iTunes. That's important. I'm pretty sure it's really important. Uh, so, yeah, that'd be really nice. You know, it's like you find a homeless guy on the side of the road and you give him a dollar instead of a quarter. Hell, give us $2. We'd appreciate it.
1: <laughs> All right. So, in interest of giving things, who are you going to give your flowers to this week? Who's the wrestler of the week that you've decided deserves flowers?
0: Wardlow. Oh,
1: fuck. You and Wardlow get a room.
0: You know what I mean? How about you?
1: Yeah, okay. I'm going to go with this week, Wheeler Utah. Why is that? I have just been watching him. You know what I mean? Like, you know, those guys that I like, those like uh, show up to work every day guys and get the job done no matter what they throw at you. He's just one of those guys. You know how talented he is? He's a home run player. just doing his thing he's like a AEW Cesaro just working his ass off dude not getting any credit for it he should get more credit I think that that's why I'm going to give him his flowers I think that this segment should be guys that deserve more credit and the guy this week for me is Wheeler Yuta.
0: well then that reinforces my selection of Wardlow because even though he's over his shit he still needs some more love especially from you Taylor fucking throw some respect on that man
1: I'll throw some respect on his name when he gets a title around his waist